Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Hello, hello. Hello, Tom. Hello. Now, is that a cashmere hoodie? You know, it actually might be. No, I don't think it's, no, I, don't, I think it's a merino wool. It's a soft wool. It's a cashmere. It's a cashmere, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. I'm very comfortable. I threw it on this morning. I thought that's the sort of thing people do, isn't it, in adverts. Yeah, you're trying to live your life like you're in an advert, aren't you? Yes, like I feel like I should be wrapping both hands around a, a mug of coffee and just gazing <laughs> out of the, of the shore. And in fact, I've got quite a disappointing cup of coffee this morning. And, Why is um, that? I, and I'm not gazing at anything because I've had to pull the blind because it was making my laptop too hot. Um, <laughs> because my coffee machine, I can't get it up. I can't get the gauge. You can't get it up? I can't get it up, everybody. You he- heard it here first. The gauge won't go round. It the won't. The gaze won't go round. The gaze won't go round. So they're very lonely. No, the gauge won't go round. So I can't build up. There's no pressure. Go figure. Oh, God, Tom thinks so we've gone from bad to worse, haven't they? I, d- I think it's the beans. It's the beans. I've chosen it's... a different sort of bean. Oh, and it's all gone no, People don't realise that I suffer. Okay. That's the thing, Tom. People don't realise how hard you have it. Mm, yeah. Now, you did something quite exciting this weekend, and I wondered whether we would talk about that. I'd say um, a career highlight for Absolutely. You. On Saturday, yeah. I was asked to um, judge my local dog show. I mean, insert joke here about <laughs> a number of my exes. No, don't do that. Don't. Do, <laughs> I, was gonna, I thought you were going to do a joke about dogging, which I nearly did. And by the time I'd finished, I was so tired, I couldn't be bothered to post anything on social media. <laughs> From all the dogging? There was so much dogging. There was... Um, they said it would just be like about 10 or 20 dogs. There was like 100 dogs just parading past. So talk to me, Tom. Talk to me. How did Tell they me. initially get in touch to book you? Did they say, look, we've seen your work on Extra Slice? Um, no, they they didn't even do that. They contacted me through the local vicar. And, of course. Um, 
and I was only too happy to oblige. I like to do things for the community, as you know. As we, and as we all know. As we Does all know. Does the vicar live in the church at the end of your road? No, vicars don't live in the church. No, I know he doesn't live in the church, but is there a little vicarage next to the church? That's what I mean. Um, th- um, it's actually a rectory, but um, and <laughs> he does live in it, but he doesn't yeah. live in it. It's not next to the church. I think there might have been a um, there might have been a a vicarage nearby at one point, but um, I just feel like those areas would be very haunted. That's all, and I wanted to know whether he'd mentioned to you, oh, the vicarage forward slash rectory is lovely. Except for all the ghosts. It's a modern house. Fine. It's a modern house. Also, I don't think that, in my mind, they're not really haunted. They're more sort of um, country cottages covered in, um, you know, Moss? wildflowers. Yeah, and sort of people having tea in the front on the front lawn. Yeah, with ghosts. I don't see any ghosts there. Yeah, but that's because you're not looking. I'm not looking, I suppose. I'm not looking. So the vicar got in touch, Tom. Mm. Would be so touched, if you could they, possibly. They would, it would mean the world. Of course, I was happy to do it. So I popped on over there, half past 12, in my um, Man from Del Monte suit, and away we went. I was only too happy to be there. The dogs were on great form. A lot of dogs called Poppy, a lot of cockapoos and Labradoodles. Oh, there's lots of people love mixing a dog with a a Mm. poodle these days. They do. It must be those Randy Poodles. Yeah, they're Randy dogs. There's damn Randy Poodles. That's the name of the podcast right there. Yes. Randy Poodles. <laughs> yeah. I had one growing up and whenever mum took off her sheepskin coat, oh. Coco used to go absolutely fucking wild for it, trying to shag it. Oh. And you just hear my mum go, get away you dirty sod. No. Oh. <laughs> well, we've all got a thing, haven't we? We've all got a thing. And for Coco, it was a sheepskin coat. It was a sheepskin coat. Lovely coat. Lovely coat. Well, and warm as well. Really warm, Tom. That's the thing. They will keep you warm. Now, keep you warm. I don't know if you know this about me, Tom, and I don't want to clang too hard. Mm-hmm. But are you aware that Coco and I won best six legs at the South Sea do- at the South Sea show? Not just dog show, show for everything, the South Sea show. Wow. And I would guess the mid nineteen nineties. Were you across that's- that? I mean, I wasn't aware of this part, of this chapter there in your you life. Well, what was it? Six dogs. What does that mean? You have to look like the dog. You have to walk in sync. What does that mean? Best six legs. I think we walked. I think we skipped. In and you sync. both did it the same in sync. Well, you know, Coco was a very musical dog, so I imagine so. Was she? He. He. She? Thank you. Was he? Um, yeah. The yeah. The thing with um, some dogs is they have a natural talent, don't they? They love to perform, as I saw. That's the thing. So what sort of prizes were there at the dog show? I don't mean like actual gifts. I mean like what was it? Was there best six legs? Was there best trick? Best trick, which of course is, does have a double meaning, but yeah. um, best. <laughs> best dog on the game. Yeah, basically. Um, best trick. And uh, well, they were trying to do the trick in the main parade. And I was like, no, no, we're going to do tricks at the end, thinking there's only going to be like a handful of people who've bothered to train their dog to do any tricks. And I said, I don't want to see paw. I don't want to see lie down. I don't want to see sit. I want to see something special. Well, what were you expecting to see? Well, they all came forward, didn't they? They all did the and, same thing, roll over. And there, there was a lot of rolls overs and begs. And you can't scream at a six-year-old, can you? So No, it'd be um, very, very rude. VV rude, wouldn't it? So, um, but no, they were very nice. All of them were very nice and uh, lovely dogs. You know me, I love to um, make contact with canines. I love it. Um, have you considered getting a dog anymore? Um, I have a lot, actually, yeah, but I don't know. I still don't know what I would get. And also, I have zero time to look after a dog, so I would worry. That's true. 
But I was thinking maybe I'd quite like something that would make me feel safe. As I think I've said on this podcast before, maybe mm-hmm. a staffy. Well, someone wrote in telling you how lovely their staffy is. Actually, I'll share that email right now. Oh, I'd love to see that one. One moment, please. Hello, lovely people. I've just found your podcast. Thank you so much for keeping us chipper. I wish mm. I'd found your pod sooner. I'm English, but I live in Australia. Oh, that's exciting. And just love to hear your very British chat. Keep up the excellent mm. work. Mm. And that is, that's five exclamation marks there, Tom. So they really mean wow, it. Wow, how lovely. Tom, we've just got a staffy puppy. We've called him Rodney. He's a plonker and a dipstick like Rodney from Only Fools and Horses. Of course. Staffies oh. are so loving and loyal and extremely intelligent, just like you. Oh. Anyway, nice. here's a photo of the little plonker. You should definitely get that's one. Nice. Lots of love. Bye, 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 bye. Oh, can I? Let's have a look. Can you open the picture? China. It's really oh, cute. Oh, my goodness. It's lovely ears. So, for the listeners, it is a. Would you call that. Are they called blue? I think so. I think they're called blue, you and that grey colour, bizarrely. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a blue staff, beautiful face, and floppy ears. I love how they've sort of draped the. It looks like they've draped the studio space with sort of velvet. Um, you can't get away from the fact that he's lying on velvet like he's some sort of emperor yes yeah, so I was going to say maybe um, a cool girl in the 80s sure. somebody who might phone in a phone box sure yeah, yeah that yeah. sort of thing maybe Joan mm. Collins a bit Joan Collins yeah the idea of glamour not really <laughs> um, so sorry Joan if you're listening Joan is a big fan of course as we know a huge fan of the show of course so maybe extremely loyal Kind, mm. intelligent, like you. Oh my goodness, imagine that. Barbara or something I'd call. call that would be a great name for a dog, Barbara. Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Barbs, Barbs. Oh, yes. <laughs> Barbs, come on. Barbs, come on. Heel, Barbs. Would you call her Barbs or Babs? Probably Babs, actually. Probably Babs. Um, Get your Babs out. Yes, exactly like that. Exactly. Get your Babs out for the lads. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Um, oh, you know, I love dogs, but I love dogs of all kinds. And um, of there was a lovely, I don't know what she was actually, but a big sort of like, maybe a husky or some sort of hound called Nala. Hound. Hound. What a dog. What a dog. Um, there was Nala. And then there was, what else did I see? Um, there was some, there was a lovely one called Ben, who's a poodle at the end, who um, local hero June had trained up. He's only a puppy. June's 90. Local hero. Local hero June, she's ninety. Oh, mm. good on June. Mm. Yeah, love ninety. Love that for June. Yeah, so she won best prize, I think, and then best trick rather. What yeah. was the trick? Um, well, that's the thing. June had trained Ben so impeccably; he could respond to non-verbal commands <gasps> off lead. Everything was flipping spun. a pancake. Flipping a pancake, everything. Standing on two legs. Yeah, somebody got their dog to do the conga. Oh, that is pleasing. Yeah, it was quite cute, really. I'm guessing the human was leading. Yeah, that would be extraordinary if you could get a dog to lead a conga. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, then they did the okie-koke and the birdie song. (laughs) You should have seen their their macarena. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that our non-UK listeners will know what the birdie song is? I think isn't it? I think it has a, a following in I'm America. Sure. Just wondering, just wondering, Tom. You'd hope so. Oh, Sue's lovely shirt, by the way. Oh, thanks so much. Nautical, nautical in every way—a blue and white stripe with an anchor on it. That's lovely. me. Lovely summery vibe. 
Thanks um, so much. I've also got on my... Well, I was going to call them Jesus sandals, but is that... I mean, I don't know if that sounds... They are the sort of sandals that I think Jesus might have worn if he was living now and he could get he to a warehouse. He was looking for a sandal. Yeah, lovely. Comfy. Um, but thanks for noticing. Pleasure. Did you have a nice platy jibs? I had such a nice platy jibs, thank you. I, I was working on the first two days, but it was quite nice because I was in town. Mm. So I saw all the... Um, that everybody had put on such a great effort to put flowers out and displays and... This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Bunting and things, and that looked lovely. And I heard the big, the big St. Paul bell being oh. told because I was near there. I was very excited by that. And then on the Saturday, I had the dog show, and then the vicar came around for tea. And then um, on the Sunday, we had a street party. And of course, Susie, you did join us for that. I did. I did join you for the street party. I love a street party. It's lovely, actually, isn't it? It's really nice. I also love all of your mum's neighbours. Oh, well, they loved you guys. I like that I know them. I'm like, hi. Hi, Alka. Yes, well, of course, they love you. And um, it was really lovely. And Alice and Tom did the longest raffle. I did. They were like, could you do the raffle? And I was like, yes, how many prizes are there? They're like, just keep going until the prizes run out. It went on and on and on. Really vague as well, because you were like, how many are left on the table? Four, and then four later. How many left on the table? Five. Like, who's adding <laughs> prizes? Oh, we can include the tomato plants. There's another eight. Okay. Yeah, so then the, the, people weren't taking the tomato plants. Well, I, um, that would have been my first choice. Well, exactly, yeah. I, that's what well, I took a couple at the end. It was a help yourself and a runner bean. I think I was the only person there that didn't win any prizes. Well, I think I was, so that's why I took a plant. Good for you. I was pleased. Hoping to get some tomatoes out of it all, but we'll see. Well, of course, we'll you need to get something out of it. You're going to get something out of this whole thing. Um, but the they were yeah, it was a lovely afternoon actually. Everybody was in good spirits, even though it looked like it might rain rain at any moment. There were lots of sort of women of our mum's ages mm. in um, light jackets with a scarf, yes. looking at the sky and fretting. Absolutely. Oh, it looks like it's going to rain. Over. Oh, I don't like. I think that it will sky. rain. Yeah, that's I don't know, that. it's ominous. It's that black very over ominous. Mothers. Black over Bill's mothers. Um, there was quite a lot of gilets. I thought with the scarf. Oh, there was so very many gilets. Yeah, or gillets, um, if you will. If you will. If you want to use the French. Indeed, <laughs> I um, made um, Alfie was tasked by my mum with displaying the Scotch eggs, and mm. um, I insisted he put them on a silver platter, which everybody thought was very pretentious, but I thought it looked actually quite nice once they were out I there. had three of those Scotch eggs. Not whole Did Scotch you? eggs, three slices. And what do you think? I sprinkled a few mixed herbs on top. Yeah, I thought that was a lovely touch. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you how I like to eat Scotch eggs. I like uh, to eat them hunched over the my fridge. Oh, right. Yeah. Sort of mid-afternoon on Boxing Day with oh. a with a bottle of HP sauce in one hand. Oh, right. Saucing it as you go. A Scotch egg in the other hand and just saucing it per bite. Will you do a, because we had the large ones quartered, but I know a lot of people are fans of the minis. I do like the mini, yes, Tom. Mm. They're easy to pop straight in the chat. Straight straight in the old gob. Straight Uh, in the old gob. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? 
Well, we had a chicken salad situation happening, but then mum couldn't resist putting out scotch eggs and quiches and some sausages for no reason. Um, but here's a question that I've been wanting to ask mm. for quite a lot of our friendship, mm. actually. Mm. What do you think is a must-have on a buffet? Good, good question. Good question. So, like, yeah, every every buffet's got to have it, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, I'd say a tomato salad, actually. You Would put, you? What, with mozzarella? No, I just a few no. tomatoes, salt, yeah. uh, maybe a bit of parsley, maybe a few, um, Elka actually did this very elegantly, um, red onions. Yes, that's nice. What about a caper? Not not averse to a caper in any situation. Yeah. Okay, what, what anything else? Um, just, no, just tomato salad, that's all you want. Just tomato salad. <laughs> um, well, I just think that's a go-to. That's, a again, go-to, you've got a bit yeah. of like, you've got a nice red uh yeah sure sparkling out of the buffet um and um it's a bit of veg isn't it to go with all the beige things that are often featured which is my favorite mm, of course everybody's a favorite roll. yes please. yes yes well did i tell oh. you i made my own quiche for the vicar tom let's put the buffet on pause yeah you've made friends with the vicar he seems like a lovely chap lovely lovely come came around post dog show yeah had a few you friends around um and um Made some, made two quiches and a frittata for the So talk me free. through the quiches. What was in them, love? Did a vegetarian asparagus and did Lorraine, which is basically cheese and bacon. Mm-hmm. Nice. But did it with phyllo pastry. Very unorthodox. I can feel our listeners screaming as I say it. I did it with phyllo because I find a short crust can be quite heavy. Do you sometimes think that phyllo pastry loses its structural integrity? That's well, my issue. of course, after all of my um, smugness about it, I was suddenly caught in a terrible conflict. Of like, will this is this going to be structurally sound? Will they? Won't they? But I find, with the aid of a fish slice, so much can be achieved. <laughs> I did one in a ovenproof frying pan, and I did one in a spring-based cake tin, and both worked very well. I did. Did about- you have one of those cake tins that push through? No, my mum said about that, and I was like, no, no, I don't want that one, I want the spring one. But she was right. The only, but the push through one is only quite, it's quite small, it's quite a small cake one. Mom's you got. should have asked me, Tom, I've got a massive one. Oh, I wish I'd known. I'll do my famous lemon cheese cake. <gasps> oh, I bet that's a triumph. It really is, actually. Oh, I could bring one to yours on Saturday evening if you'd like. Oh, that would be nice. Would you like that? That would be nice, yeah, okay. for sure. So we've got tomatoes. We've got potentially tomatoes. Potentially a quiche. We've got a quiche. I would go pork pie. People love pork pies. They Do you like pork pies? Um, no, I don't like the jelly on top. No, but if you get the cheap ones, they don't have that jelly. Oh, okay. Do you know what this podcast is really plugging? Mm. Cheap meat. I was going to say <laughs> condemned meat with Susie and Tom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's, no, I'd go with that. Yeah, I can have that. Um, what about pizza slices? Oh, Tom, what are you, Italian all of a sudden? Oh, no, I've ruined it, haven't I? Well, I mean, I love a pizza slice, you know that. And what? I quite like pineapple on a pizza. Yeah, I don't, I'll don't. i have it. Do you know what I don't really get on a buffet? And I think this Go is on. going to be controversial. And I've done material about it in the past. I don't know why people put crisps on a buffet. I don't know why. you wouldn't. Would you have crisps as a side, as a meal? Not unless you live in a hotel. Go figure. Is it not just to have something nice to nibble on? Oh, I like a nice to nibble on. But when the buffet is being served, <laughs> surely you want to move away from your your starchy hors d'oeuvres, crudités, 
and move on to more substantial things. I don't things. think you can call a walker's sensation a crudite. <laughs> the red chilli ones are lovely. Or they what's are it? Or so smudge. nice. Do you not think that a sandwich should be on there then? Well, I don't mind a sandwich, actually. It, I don't mind a sandwich. I don't you can't mind say yes to sandwich, no to crisps. Come on. Okay, so we're having a sandwich and crisp buffet. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. I feel like I don't know whether I'm coming or going with you, with your buffet situation. Well, I don't know. You say that. I don't mind a sandwich. Like, I think my mum and dad would love, would have had a sandwich buffet at their wedding. Oh, of course. Back in the day. Back in the day. Room, room on top of a pub or church they had, hall. They had a drink and then um, there was a dance happening in the place they were at. And so um, they just got everyone to buy tickets for that. Great. Why not? And, and I think there was a sandwich spread on the side. Yeah. Oh, imagine going to a club like now where there was a sandwich spread. Yeah, not wouldn't be okay. I mean, it was sort of a, you know, a friendly club, a social club. Um, oh, absolutely. It wasn't a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> so should we have some audience emails? Yes, I would love. And I feel like that buffet discussion is going to run and run, Susie. Well, yeah. So maybe people should get in touch. Let us know. About how they feel really mm. buffets mm. Mm. some people are funny about it because they don't like the idea that people's fingers have touched their things some people are like that I put tongs out but nobody bothered no get a fuck the tongs oh. if I've got a glass of champagne in one hand I'm not putting that down to, to, to tong up a sandwich to tong up a sammy mm. alright well if you, that's I'll keep the prosecchi in one hand mm. shove an egg mayo sandwich in the trap oh lovely jobs are good mm, I bet this is from Rebecca. Well, hello. hello. I'm grateful for your podcast. It's kept me company these last three, few months in particular. I mm. love this chatty, friendly way of learning things that have helped me be a better ally. Ooh. I'm also loving the insight into the life of a comedian. I love that they and think, by the way, that us discussing a buffet is how to be an ally. I mean, I'm a bit I worried. Think us discussing a buffet is peak gay. Well, that's true, I suppose. That's the practical side of it. No one wants to talk about that, do they? No one's a, talking on, about that on... No one's talking about that on, on a march. Question time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, garden furniture and buffet settings. Yes. I'm also I'm loving the insight into the life of a comedian and the honest reflections on tough times. Mm. I think every career has its own tough times and it can be easy to assume everybody else has it sorted. Mm. I have a query, homophobic. I have a query <laughs> <laughs> about the numbers you've mentioned a few times. I think Susie in particular has said that she does 300 gigs a year. I'm wondering how this is even possible as it would only allow one day each week where you didn't have a gig or perhaps a significant number of days where you do more than one. I'd be so interested to hear how that works. <laughs> Thanks both. <laughs> well, how would you describe it? Well, there you it, go. Sis? I mean, I don't, think I, do, I don't think I said I did 300 gigs every year, but there have definitely been years where I've done 300 gigs. I, and as well, um, there were times I was looking through my diary from about four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was doing the 99 Club in Covent Garden, various uh, locations. Yes, so it's like three gigs a night. About three gigs a night, yeah. So you can, so basically the reason you can get your gig tally up so high, not that you need to, but Rebecca, if you're thinking of starting stand-up and you want to get to the 300 mark, I would say it's very normal to to gig six nights a week. And also I I had a policy um, where I would just say yes to everything. Every yeah. every time somebody asked me to do a gig, as long as I didn't lose money going to it, I'd go to it because I thought, well, I'll learn something from it. Absolutely, and then I yeah, martyrishly went up there to do the gig wherever it was, and then I was like, no, oh, why am I doing this? <laughs> so I think 
it's very normal to do six a week mm. to do to do six nights a week i it was i would always only have mondays off for years mm. i would do yeah. most nights i mean obviously there'd be some weeks where i'd have a tuesday off or but seldomly have any weekend nights off and then it's very normal friday and saturday mm. to do two or three gigs if you're in town yeah if you can if they'll let you double yeah if they'll let you double um so that's how you do it <laughs> yeah that's oh and how. then you've got like the Edinburgh Festival where in oh, 28 goodness. days you'll probably do would 50 do gigs own, maybe would you do your own sh- I mean there was times when I would do like three gigs a day around yeah. my show oh yeah for sure you do your hour show then you maybe do a late night gig oh, then maybe goodness, an yeah. afternoon gig yeah so you do 100 gigs probably in that month and, oh and there were even times when I'd do breakfast gigs oh Oh my goodness! Yeah, lun- early lunchtime. Yep. Late night. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And when you're lucky enough in Edinburgh f- to get extra shows, then you do your show twice as well. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah, three hundred is. Bonkers. I mean, obviously not everyone, but if like us, you're absolute martyrs. And of you course, feel the we need love to, to let people know. Yeah. Love to let people know how busy you are, and just how yeah. hard you're working. <laughs> then you know you've got to. You stick them ass. Yeah. Okay, let's have another one. Mm, let's have another one. This, this one is actually a very exciting email, Tom, and oh. it is titled Performers Anxiety in capital oh, letters oh, with an exclamation mark. Very much up our street, yes. My dear like-minded friends, oh, I am writing to thank you for providing my weekly dose of endorphins. I listen oh. to your podcast when I'm walking my beautiful miniature schnauzer. Mm, should you be doing that? Yes. And I'm sure passers-by think I'm unhinged as I stroll and laugh out loud. Strolling. Strolling, if you will. Oh, how lovely. Love lovely. We love a portmanteau. What was that I used to call it when you'd smash two words together? Portmanteau, isn't it? No, I used to use a special word for it. Like melding. Melding or, or something. Melding. melding. Yeah, yeah melding. Yeah. Um, I often find myself talking back to you and agreeing with you on your observations. Oh, thank and you. many a time I've stood on the precipice of writing to you two. My goodness. And what a precipice you've plunged yourself into now by writing. The subject which finally pushed me over the edge and urged me to put fingers to keyboards was your take on anxiety. Mm. I empathise with everything you've said. Mm. I'm also a performer. Oh. Get ready for a clang. Mm. I'm an opera singer. <gasps> I thought you were going to say it's Joan Collins. It's oh. Joan Collins. Oh my goodness. Oh, she's <laughs> and an I moved singer. to the Netherlands to <gasps> sing with the orchestra of violinist Andre Rue. <gasps> oh my goodness, I'm obsessed with Andre Rue. Oh Small my goodness. Clang. Oh my goodness, I'm obsessed with Andre Rue. Sky Arts. Oh my goodness, my friend, our friend Amy is going to yeah. be so excited about this. Oh, really? So have you never watched an Andre Rue concert, maybe on Sky Arts or something similar? No, is it amazing? It's something else. In Central Europe, they, like, hire out the town square, everybody sits in rows, and then he comes out, he's got long hair and wears a sort of slightly, I would say, early 19th century garb, comes out and conducts a selection of classical hits. People get overexcited, they start dancing around the edges, they start waltzing about, and then um, usually they have a soloist and or some singers who all wear a pastel um, ball gown. It's right up your street, Suze. Oh my God, I, I love it. I wonder, Christina, is there a way to invite Tom and I? <laughs> I is... would absolutely Eurostar to any Andre Rue concert. Can we Eurostar to meet Christina and indeed see Andre Rue? Christina, this is huge. This is huge. I mean, it's absolutely massive. I am saying it is right, isn't it? Because it's Andre and then R-I-E-U. Yeah, that's Andre Rue. Okay, Sometimes fine. you just can see his CDs you... available at service stations. Sorry, just in case. Oh my God, at service stations? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love. 
Anyway, she brackets small clang, exclamation mark. I think rather big clang, actually. Okay, okay. I think yeah. rather big clang to Andre Rue. Yeah, absolutely. And I encourage, nay, urge all of our listeners to get into the work of Andre Rue as soon as possible. Please, please. And I often find myself feeling anxious, perhaps not to the extent of Tom wishing to be hit by a bus on the way to a venue, but as I'm based in Amsterdam, a small bicycle would do the trick. Oh, yes, it would take ages, wouldn't it? Though I'm on a permanent contract, brackets, which is no small feat to achieve in the mm, Netherlands. Absolutely. I'd, I'd say huge clang there, actually. Huge clang, especially in the Netherlands. I'm constantly convinced I'm about to be fired. And oh. don't even get me started on performers' anxiety dreams. Oh. For me, I'm in the wings with flat hair, no makeup on, <laughs> being pushed onto stage to sing a role. Oh, my goodness. And I have no idea what opera even is. It's truly <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Oh, my goodness, you poor thing. Anyway, please keep delivering this weekly dose of nonsensical directionless banter, a thing mm. which I very much miss from England. I tried oh. to teach my Dutch colleagues, but to no avail. As a child of 1985, I also appreciate your childhood references and fully relate. Also, lovely to hear of Susie becoming a mother and Tom's romance. Although, I do not wish to discuss my bath mat. Much love, Christina. Christina, Christine, you're talking in riddles. Of course, that is the main character from The Phantom of the Opera, Christine. Well, um, there we go. Christina is different. Um, but how lovely is that? I think that's huge. Mm. I feel like that's really huge. Perm. Perm contract. Perm contract. Perm tear, maybe. Singing with Andre Rue. Singing with Andre Rue, waving his arms around. Imagine being good enough at singing that you get moved to Amsterdam. Oh, imagine. I'm going to show you a picture of Andre Rue, by the way, because I know you're going to be as obsessed with him as I am. And our friend Amy Annette. Um, long friend of the show. Term, friend of the show. Um, she's going to be so excited about you this. You should text her about Christina today. It's a lovely reason to text someone, isn't it? To reach um, out and touch somebody's hand. There, he's got like a fabulous Rue ticket. Oh my goodness, look, tickets are already being brought up here. He looks like he's got like a shock of um, wavy grey hair. Can you see that? Oh, I know exactly who that is. I know who Andre Rue is. Because our parents probably pop him on around sort of Boxing Day evening. Maybe Boxing Day morning there'll be like an You've Andre Rue concert. the ruffles there, Tom. They're never popping on an Andre Rue. You, look, you might just stumble upon it on, as I say, the what, upper echelons of the Sky Planner. Mm. on Boxing Day night is going, Alexa, Alexa, see, the problem is she fucking ignores me. That's what happens. <laughs> no, this was more in the morning, though. This was more on Boxing Day morning. Sure, sure, This sure. is a Boxing Day morning one. I um, but, but my Alexa also ignores me. Oh. Well, you and my parents have that in common. Mm, mm. Um, Tom, before we go today, yes. have you ever had any of the performers' anxiety dreams? Um, lots of them. I have them in various... I did have an anxiety dream last night. I can't remember what it was. Oh. Um, but I mm, can't, can't remember. I, I generally have nightmares most nights. Is that weird? Uh, no, I don't think so. But are you okay? What? <laughs> I am now. I'm awake. Yeah. Okay. But the fine. reason I'm so tired is I'm so terrified of going to sleep. <laughs> and they're just sort of mild anxiety dreams. Or if I wake up... I watch Bob's Burgers, as everybody knows, and then um, I sometimes doze off to that. So I'll watch an episode and I'll pop on another one just to doze off to, and then um, and then what I then I'll be um, I'll, I'll be I'll wake up in the middle of the night with it sort of with the television gone to sleep with the sort of mm. sort of has a strange kind of screensaver on it. Oh, and it's a ghost, which is a ghost, and it haunts yeah. me. Terrifying, mm. terrifying. 
Um, I often dream that I'm about to go on stage for my show. And at that point, I realize I've not written it yet. Oh, yeah. I think I have that all the time. It's really stressful. I had it last night. And all I could think in my head was, did I end up writing that bit about witches? Oh, my goodness. That's all I was thinking in my head. Did I write that bit about witches? (laughs) And the truth is, Tom, no, I haven't written that bit that I thought was funny about witches. I've just put it in my phone as a note. You're fine. You do you. Don't be rushed. The creative process is not it's not for Russia ridiculous mm. yeah you're welcome the sun is shining today thank you Tom that's exactly what I need to hear right now the sun is shining today we should we should let them get on I've got some garden furniture about to be assembled of course of course you do and I've got some Jesus sandals that I need to wear in so we've all got well them. break them in you've got to break you've them got, in you've soon you've got to you've, you've got, got to you've absolutely got to so don't be shy about that Okay, um, well, as ever, you can get in touch with us. You always chat can. Chat to... No, hmm? you no. always can. The email is hello at likemindedfriendspod.com. That is hello, hello. at likemindedfriendspod.com. Mm, that makes sense, yeah. Um, okay then, dear. Well, I'll see you next week, shall I? I mean, I'll see you before then. But let's record a conversation next week. Let's record a conversation next week and share it with our dear lighted friends. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. All right, well... Um, all right then. All right, Lance. Well, um, bye for now. Okay, bye. Bye 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 bye.